Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. 2023. It's been described as a vintage year for gaming that saw some cracking new titles released, some big acquisitions in the industry, and some huge things to look forward to. GTA, the internet kind of went into meltdown when this trailer came out in early December. Well, look who's back. Vision Pro is a wonderful way to play your favorite games. They say it can update images at eight times faster than the blink of an eye and also runs virtually silently. So like, you know, it, it sounds very impressive. Death to Kronos. Hades 2, excellent dungeon crawler, roguelites game. You know, I found it very addictive. The sequel to that is due to come out hopefully in spring next year. Vicky Jessup, the Evening Standard's go-to person for gaming has been taking a look back at the last 12 months in the gaming world and what 2023 has brought us, starting with the best games of the year. There was Hogwarts Legacy that came out in February and there was massive hype around that as well as a fair bit of controversy. After that, I guess Zelda would be the, the big one, you know, this massively anticipated sequel to the first game. Baldur's Gate 3, when that came out, I don't think anyone expected it to be that big. I think as the months have gone on, people have started to kind of wake up to just how good a game it is and how massive it is. I've been playing for about maybe like 30 hours and I have nowhere near, maybe not even halfway through, to be honest. November saw a huge moment for GTA fans who finally got their first taste of the next instalment in the franchise, GTA 6, which it was revealed will take us back to Vice City. Even just looking at the trailer, you can see how fantastic the graphics are. I think that was one of the things that really stood out to me and probably a lot of other people who are watching it. You know, it looks fantastically photorealistic and Rockstar have promised that the entire game basically looks like what you see on the trailer, which isn't kind of normal. Usually the trailers look a lot better than the gameplay trailers. In terms of gameplay, I think it's going to be quite similar to the GTA franchise, quite faithful to that. There's going to be, you know, riding cars, shooting people. There's a, a female protagonist for the first time, which is, as a woman, really nice. And I think the story is going to be a kind of fairly familiar Bonnie and Clyde style romance. But gamers face a long wait. It won't be out until 2025, by which time the tech behind the graphics, gameplay and processing may have moved on quite a bit. Rockstar are working on technology that hasn't even been released yet, you know, that they're going to put into this game. They've put a patent on for a new bit of technology, a bit of software called locomotive technology, which basically allows for super realistic animation, especially, you know, for instance, it will change how a playable character or non-playable character will react or move according to the weather, the energy levels, that kind of thing. You know, I guess graphics and gameplay is always improving. So by the time the game comes out, I'm sure, you know, things will have advanced, but I guess those improvements are being worked on right now. So it's a kind of taster of what to expect, I suppose. 
It was also a big year for acquisitions, as Microsoft managed to get its purchase of Activision Blizzard, the game developers behind Call of Duty, over the line. It is an interesting one. I think we are seeing a bit of a mergers and acquisitions boom in terms of gaming. It really took off this year. You know, Activision Blizzard, I guess, is the most high profile one, but you know, there are billions of dollars and pounds worth of, of deals being struck in terms of acquisitions. You know, the mobile gaming firm Playticker bought Uda Games and also Goldman Sachs, you know, they bought an educational gaming platform called Kahoot. You know, people are starting to invest in these things, which is super interesting. And I guess the way of the world is that big companies buy out smaller companies. So yeah, I guess we should expect to see this trend going into 2024. The industry has also seen a series of layoffs throughout 2023. But is that a sign the gaming sector is struggling? You know, gaming is bigger than ever. It's bringing in so much money but I think at the same time I think we're kind of seeing a bit of a reckoning in the sense that gaming development budgets are kind of over the years been a bit unsustainable games take several years to develop they cost you know millions and sometimes billions often they'll go late and that takes more money I think we finally reached the tipping point where people are starting to realize that they're hemorrhaging cash basically and this is the result is layoffs in terms of gaming evolving, we've seen a real push for virtual reality gaming this year, with new VR headsets announced by Meta, and for the first time, Apple. This year saw the launch of the MetaQuest 3 headset, which is, you know, Meta's massively kind of hyped up, Mark Zuckerberg's next step towards the Metaverse kind of technology. And to be fair, you know, I got to play around with it and it's very impressive. You know, the technology is there now, I think. You know, it looks better than it ever has. It feels more immersive than it ever has. You know, you can have hand tracking. You can like interact with things you see on the screen just with your actual hands. It's all really cool. And I think next year as well, the Apple Vision Pro is coming out, you know, that looks to have much of the same stuff. They say it can update images at eight times faster than the blink of an eye and also runs virtually silently. So like, you know, it, it sounds very impressive. But is virtual reality actually close to becoming the next stage in the evolution of gaming? I think we're still a way off people using VR. You know, there are starting to be games developed for it. I just think the price point currently is too high. You know, the Apple Vision Pro, that's going to be on sale for $3,500. You know, that's not really something most people can afford. So maybe in a few years, once the technology's kind of become cheaper, then we'll start seeing a real push towards VR. Let's take a break now. Coming up, what 2024 has to offer the world of gaming. They promised a game that is the size of the earth. So players are human sized and the play space is basically the size of the planet <laughs> proportionally, which sounds absolutely insane. Stay up to date with the latest tech and science news. Hit follow during the break. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. 
Welcome back. It's that time of year again, the time when the best games get official recognition, award season. In April next year, the winners of the BAFTA Games Awards will be announced. Until then, though, there are 60 games that have been put forward for prizes. But which titles are most likely to secure a trophy? The absolute is more dangerous than you can possibly conceive. Baldur's Gate 3, you know, has come in for a massive amount. 15 potential nominations and the Wake 2, not far behind it. I think these are the two big hitters, to be honest, that are going to be like soaking up a lot of the awards come award season. There's also space for Super Mario Brothers, Wonder, that did super well. That's up for several awards. Spider-Man 2, the Resident Evil 4 remake. Like I mentioned, it's been a really big year for remakes. And this one especially, people absolutely went nuts for it. But I could be surprised, to be honest, because um, Vampire Survivors won BAFTA Game of the Year last year, and um, that very much wasn't a AAA title, so we'll see. As for the future award winners then, the games we know are coming in 2024, it looks like we're in for a treat. Top of my list has to be Hades 2. Hades came out all the way back, I think, in 2017, which feels far too long ago. But it was this excellent dungeon crawler roguelite game where you follow the son of Hades, this quest to escape the underworld. You know, I found it very addictive. I still play it. So the sequel to that is due to come out hopefully in spring next year. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. So Final Fantasy franchise is continuing to remaster its original beloved games. Now it's the turn of Final Fantasy VII. Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. So it's kind of been billed as a continuation of the very famous Batman Arkham games. You know, immediately that is enough to kind of get me interested. Star Wars Outlaws is another good one. You know, it's another Star Wars game, yes, but also you're a grifter and Han Solo-esque figure trying to pull off a massive heist, basically. And as the era of horror continues in gaming, there's going to be more new, frightening stories to play through next year. There's a game coming out called Alone in the Dark, which basically is a kind of remaster, soft reboot of this gaming franchise that came out in the early 90s. But it stars Jodie Comer and David Harbour as the voice actors, which I'm very interested to see how that goes. Over the last decade or so, we've seen improved graphics, controller haptics and console capabilities, and more recently, the rise of VR gaming. But how much further will gaming tech get in the next 12 months? Bigger immersive game worlds, you know, finally the technology is there that we can kind of, gamers and developers can create these massive, very intricate open worlds that their players can just go around and explore, you know, every detail of kind of means something it's all very you know games that you can waste hours exploring basically there's a game coming out maybe next year i'm not entirely sure but it was announced at the games awards called light no fire they promised a game that is the size of the earth so players are human sized and the play space is basically the size of the planet <laughs> proportionally which sounds absolutely insane i'm very intrigued to see if they managed to pull that off and also the rise of kind of retro gaming remakes. You know, we've seen that at the start this year, Resident Evil, Dead Space, you know, these games that came out in the noughties are kind of getting lovingly upgraded. A key buzzword across tech for 2023 has been artificial intelligence, with Google, Amazon and Elon Musk's X getting in on the AI action. And it looks like we'll be hearing even more about it in 2024, which has been tipped as the year generative AI plays an even greater part in our in-game worlds. 
It's kind of semi being used already, to be honest. You know, like Starfield, they used generative AI to create loads of planets that people could go and explore. So, that, you know, the promise was you could go visit a thousand planets and, you know, maybe like 30 of those will have been designed by actual developers and then the other 970 will have been created by AI. So we're starting to see that. In terms of NPCs, these believable characters who can talk to players in like kind of in a fluid, very normal conversational way rather than kind of like the classic gaming thing where you're picking and choosing answers and they give you some canned answers and it's just very miserable. I'm excited to see where it goes, although I feel like as with all things AI, there probably will be some weird chat GPT style glitches um, that we have to contend with before we start getting, you know, on an actual role. Thanks for listening to our 2023 gaming special episode of Tech and Science Daily. Catch you again next time. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a woman-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.